I have to tell you about the dream that I had last night. Because okay. I've been thinking about it all day. I had a lot of dreams last night. I'm ready. Okay. So I had a dream that a listener sent me a message and was like, hey, you guys were talking about like cringe stuff that you wrote when you were younger on the pod. I want to send you a screenplay that is like so bad that I wrote when I was in high school for like media arts class. Okay. And I was like, okay, yeah, send it. That's funny. Yeah, that's funny. He was like, it's short, whatever. I was like, okay, yeah, send it. So I'm reading the screenplay and it's called The Intruder. Okay. And it gets progressively weirder and weirder. And then my friend, my unidentified friend, because this is a dream, <laughs> my friend rushes to the house, doesn't send me a text message. It's a dream. They rush to my house <laughs> and they come into the house and they're like, you have to get rid of that screenplay. Okay. And I'm like, what? And they're like, this guy has priors for stalking a girl who died under suspicious circumstances and he gave her this screenplay and then we reread the screenplay and the intruder character resembled him and the victim character resembled me. Uh... And I was freaking out and then I woke up because my alarm went off. And that, ladies, was Oscar's film of the year. I'm a stupid bitch. I'm a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. Hello, I'm Sophie at Bingo Daddy. And I'm Ev, and this is a new episode of Dumb Bitch Media, your favorite podcast that has only ever missed one episode. That's right. <laughs> Thank you guys We're so back. much for being patient. I was very, very sick. <laughs> we never get to go on hiatus because neither of us can afford to go on vacation. Like, there's never any reason why we wouldn't be able to record. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know. We recorded when I had to go home for my grandma's funeral. We just recorded like a day late. Yeah. Don't worry, guys. We're around. We're both alive again. It was rough there for a minute, but we're back. I keep thinking, I think I'm going to have to write a joke about this, but I don't know how it's going to happen. I keep thinking about and laughing out loud. So I woke up in the middle of the night mm-hmm. one night and I like really needed medication. And, like, Mike has been taking care of me. Like, he's been obviously, like, a sweet angel. He, like, worked from home and stuff. But um, I woke up in the middle of the night and I I needed medication. And I was super out of it. And he woke up in a panic. (laughs) And he was trying to get me medication, which was on the bedside table. Okay. (laughs) But he had socks on his hands. Because his hands are dry? Yeah. (laughs) He was sleeping with socks on. <laughs> so he was struggling to get like a pill out of the bottle, but he was also half asleep. Oh my god. It's the only time I've ever found physical comedy funny. <laughs> That's good. Um, How do you even get the pill bottle open? But I'm alive. I don't know, like, it's childproof. It was just such a... It was so stupid. It was like watching a horse trying to use an abacus. <laughs> they can't because they don't have... They don't have cloven hooves. Exactly. There's just, no, there's just nothing. No it's like a giant man with, like, flippers on his hands. <laughs> I know this girl who was telling me about how she had like a really crazy surgery and she was in the hospital. Mm-hmm. She had to have like part of her intestines removed. Mm-hmm. So she like couldn't wipe her own ass. Yeah. And her boyfriend wiped her ass for her when she was in the hospital. That's why I had a she bidet. Was, like, Sorry, yeah. <laughs> she couldn't get up out of the bed to go oh. to the bathroom in the hospital either. Like she was bedridden. Yeah. Um, and she was like, that's how I know that he's the one. Um, and she was like, you should text your girlfriend and ask her if she would wipe your ass in the hospital. <laughs> I hate it when people are, Okay, first of all, 
like you need to keep details out of it if you ever want to do jokes about bathroom stuff with your significant other. Yeah. You can't get you into can't details. can't get into details. If you even want to go there, like, kind of generally, that's a personal decision. <laughs> so I asked. Oh. And she was like, I, I wouldn't even fart in front of you. And I was like, there you go. <laughs> Correct. We have an answer. Correct. <laughs> they're wrong. My family... You're right. My family is so disgusting. Yeah. Like, they're, like, no holds barred. And I think me being, like, a little tiny bit pulled back about that sort of thing when I'm gross about everything else... It's because is of that. because of that. Yeah, I know. Sometimes I really wish I wasn't Harry Potter, you know? That cloak of invisibility. Can you imagine how much better life would be if you were just, like, an entity that didn't have, like, physical qualities? Yeah. You know, like, you were, like, an H.P. Lovecraft-style unknowable thing. I would be posting tweets, like, being unknowable actually kind of slaps. <laughs> I, I was laughing so hard. <laughs> Low- <laughs> Low-key. Low-key being intangible fucking goes. <laughs> I think that... Uh, <laughs> making myself laugh because I'm an idiot um, thinking about HP Lovecraft eating pussy for the first time <laughs> being like this is a strange and unknowable thing that you could almost taste its presence was so ominous oh my god <laughs> true <laughs> in a way the thing was both uh the thing being born and the mother of all things. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Okay. This, okay. The, okay. This didn't come out of nowhere. What happened was I went to go see the Colorado Space. Yeah. And afterwards, I was reading a book about, um, like famous affairs between writers in the 19th century mm-hmm. and um h.g wells was in it like okay. h.g wells also kind of wrote weird fiction yeah so my boyfriend and i were talking about h.g wells and then mike was saying that h.p lovecraft was good at eating pussy and that he was excited about that for some reason okay great <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so it was actually a very linear path to getting to <laughs> what if the unknowable thing that H.P. <laughs> Lovecraft was always talking about was in fact just a close-up view of that pussy. <laughs> Did you see that a uh, friend of the pod, Extinct Demon, kept posting about eating pussy in the Middle, middle Ages? Yes. <laughs> yes. And it Honestly, I've thought about that a lot because I was also <laughs> in the same conversation thinking about period fetchen and um, period pussy. No, <laughs> pussy. That's my thing. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> no, for real. And I asked my twin oral sex was uh, invented. Right. And he said people have always done it. Yeah. Which is gross. That's true. Because bathing practices have changed, but eating pussy hasn't, apparently. Yeah, but they didn't know any better. True. People didn't people didn't have baths. Yeah. But they also didn't have scent plants. Yeah. Until Exactly. Nineteen hundred. Yeah. When did people start bathing? Mm. In the it probably during the Victorian age. Yeah, like people did before, it just wasn't caught like you didn't do it all the time, right? Like, they yeah. had bathhouses and stuff, right? So we know they did. They were also sucking dick in there, but... I was really... <laughs> I read that book that was about, like, American history in the South. That was, like, um, like white trash history. Yeah. They talked a bunch about how uh, some guy in the book, like, some historical figure was really into brushing his teeth, and everybody else said he was gay because of it. That's true. Fellows, is, is it, it gay to, gay to perform team? oral hygiene? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I'm going to ask my dentist that next time I go. <laughs> gagging on a toothbrush is basically gagging on another man's penis. Right? <laughs> Should we talk about stuff? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I haven't been out of the house in like 
a week. So long. Yeah. And people are like, you're doing that, doing that air traffic controller video. People are like, are you off meds? I was like, no, I'm just I'm- tr- entertaining myself because... <laughs> I'm on meds. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I haven't had anyone to annoy except for my tireless partner. Air traffic control. <laughs> it's because I was wearing those headphones to block sound. Yeah. I would have pretended to play drums, I think. I'm really bad at air drums. Alright, so am I. Because I and don't understand drums. Me neither. Yeah. I... <laughs> Five, sorry. I really haven't talked to anyone besides Mike in the last week, but one time uh, when we were first seeing each other, I was like, wow, you're so good at air drums. And he was like, I play the real drums. Yeah. It's like, oh. So I'm good at air guitar. Because you can play the real guitar. Yeah. I can't play the real anything, so I'm bad at all of those ghost instruments. Right. And real instruments, but more importantly, the ghost instruments. One time I met this girl that was really good at air sucking dick. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? (laughs) I throw my hat on the ring. (laughs) And air blowjobs. Air blowjob, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever seen a guy pretending you pussy and you're like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I know we're just trying to communicate the thing as quickly as we possibly can right now, but like, don't do that. No. It's not, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't want to see that. All right. Okay, what about HP Lovecraft describing someone playing their guitar? Okay. All right. <laughs> I need to get off of this. All right, let's talk about, about some stuff. Okay, so good news in Canada this week. We have lots of Canadian content. True. This week, because we are, again, obligated. To discuss it. By law. Mm-hmm. So the first thing is there it has been a tra- trial for a girl who's being referred to as chair girl. Mm-hmm. Basically what happened was... Yeah, a year ago. Yeah, but that summer of last year. Spring, I yeah. This girl in Toronto basically picked up a patio chair and threw it off a very high balcony, like a from a, a skyrise condo building. Yeah. And was uh po- like filmed doing it and it posted to her Snapchat. Mm-hmm. And she's being criminally charged for it, and her trial was this week, and people were doing a lot of discourse about it. Yeah. A lot of discourse about it. Honestly, I think it's stupid. She clearly never saw that episode of Mythbusters where they threw a penny off the CN Tower. Right, because they can tell someone to the story so fast? They, they tried to see if you could. Can you? Um, you'd be seriously injured, but it wouldn't kill you. Okay. Yeah. That's a penny. That's a penny, not a chair. Yeah, they marked it as plausible because it's like maybe, but like. Obviously, I think it's stupid. She was also nineteen. Yeah. Of course, being nineteen is an excuse to be stupid. But if I was drunk and I was nineteen, I'm not saying it's implausible that I could have done that without (laughs) thinking about it. Of course. Of course. That's why nineteen-year-olds shouldn't own condos, if anything. Absolutely. That's yeah. the that's the main takeaway of this. She also has a lot of... Fil- this is a pro-injectables podcast. As She's hot. Knows. She has so much filler for a 19-year-old. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Anyways, because, probably because she has so much filler and also she has like a large online social media presence, mm-hmm. that is really making its way into the conversation, which is really, really, really frustrating. Yeah. So the judge on the case is seeking, or the prosecution, I guess, the crown, (laughs) is seeking six months jail time, plus I think some years of probation and 240 hours of community service, plus possibly a temporary ban from social media. Okay. That's like a lot of different things. Yes. I don't really think she should get jail time. Make her do community service. She seems kind of annoying. 
Yeah, I don't think jail time is really appropriate. appropriate. It doesn't make sense. Here either. It kind of seems like a a finable offense. Here's the thing. It's like <laughs> when people get charged for stuff, you have to think about the seriousness of the offense through like, obviously I'm not a lawyer or cop or prosecutor, but I think you have to think about the seriousness of the offense through like a few lenses. One of them being intent. Yeah. I don't think she intended to harm anybody or even no. thought about the potential Anything. for harm when she was doing it. And the second thing that you also have to think about is whether or not anyone was actually harmed from this. No. No one was harmed from this. I highly doubt people are just going to start throwing chairs off buildings now. She was widely ridiculed. Yeah. I'm just like, if she hadn't filmed it and put it on social media, nobody ever would have known. Of course And I know that that's like any crime. It's like, if you don't get caught, you can't get in trouble. But this is like, not even really a crime. It would have been a crime (laughs) if somebody got Got hurt. hurt. Yeah. You know, like but that's the, an important distinction. Think yeah. about stuff like, like if someone drives under the influence, for example. Mm-hmm. Think about the difference in charge between if somebody. I guess in this case it would have been the same too. But if somebody gets hit by a car, gets hit by a drunk driver, versus if someone just drunk drives, yeah, exactly. And doesn't. It's the difference between like murder or manslaughter, manslaughter, I guess, yeah, or, or like. A, just like just driving. dropping under the influence. Yeah. Which I guess is the same because if she'd actually injured something, there probably wouldn't even be a discussion about whether she deserves to be charged but or not. But would you do six months for just drunk driving? I don't think you would. Depends, yeah. Well, I know someone if who it was... lost their license because of a DUI and she just uh, lost her license. Yeah. She didn't do jail time. She so, paid a fine. Yeah. $1,800. You know? Exactly. Okay, yeah. so I guess you can't take away this girl's license, but they're taking away her social media. Isn't that enough? Honestly, like, if... <laughs> like, I think that there there's a disproportionate punishment, and this is, like, being also shown in the, kind of, the discourse online, because people are saying stuff like she's a stupid little girl, and she's vain, and she's, like, infected by social media, And she's like, just wants attention. And I actually read an article where they said that the prosecution is asking the judge to consider the fact that she probably just did this for attention when sentencing her. And in my opinion, it's like, why does it matter? Who cares? Why she did it. If she didn't do it with the intent to harm anyone, why does it matter why she did it? How would would they ever bring that up otherwise? No. Attention-seeking behavior is illegal now? Sorry, but a lot of girls on Twitter are going to jail. (laughs) All you hoes are going to jail. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, like, okay, that's my question is, like, from my understanding, like, for example, in a sexual assault trial, like, you can't bring up previous relationships as, like, evidence to support someone's, like, intent, right? You can if you're building a case in bad fucking faith. It should be thrown out. Yeah, it seems like the same thing. It's like, oh, like, she just wants attention. Look at all these other things she did for attention. It's like, how is that relevant? It's not. It's, not. it's like, specifically misogynist in a way that is, like, directed towards... young. I'm sure if it was a young gay guy, they would have said the same thing. Yeah, but if it was, like, a... Like a straight guy. Yeah. He wouldn't have said anything. He probably wouldn't even be in court right now. Honestly, no. Or he definitely would have been swept under the rug and just doing fucking picking up trash on the side of the highway. And paying a fine, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. The reason why A, this got her attention and B, the case is getting attention is because people are framing her as like, which she may very well be. As, like, a petulant, spoiled... Sure. Is that illegal? Fame will obsess girl. No, of course not. It's just, like... I just feel like they're trying to, like, um... What's that called? They're trying to, like, use her as, like, an example. Of course. And it's, like, that's not how the law should work. (laughs) Sure, there's always going to be cases that are, like... Precedent, uh, precedent setting. setting, but I mean, what precedent is this setting? 
that I guess you can't do stupid stuff on social media or you'll get caught, but people have done... I mean, I think Luca Magnata really set that precedent, so... Absolutely. And that was, in a way, misogyny against a young gay, gay male man. with a lot of fillers. Exactly. <laughs> That's the re- And I'm here to say it, hot fucking right. It's not on my watch, but no. <laughs> Rest in peace. Um... I just think it's intolerable the way that people are talking about her. And I yeah. don't think that it's acceptable that public perception... I understand that this always happens, but public perception is heavily bleeding into this case. This is just another one of those situations where it should almost be thrown out because there's no way to divorce public perception from anything that's happening in the courtroom. Yeah. Like it's impossible to have like a objective... You know? Yeah. Also, I would posit that trying to serve her a social media ban is literally the court acting like a parent who's like drowning a teenager. Yeah. It's like, well, guess what? If you send her to jail, she can't use it anyways, right? So. Fuck it. Like, what the fuck? Also, like, can they truly ban you? I mean, sexual predators get access to the internet when they're not supposed to all the time, so no. Seriously. I know. But I bet you she would fucking go back to jail if she got out after six months and then she used the internet. Of course, because it wouldn't be a secret. Yeah. If she used the internet. Yeah. This is what we talk about when we talk about the hot rights to prison pipeline. Honestly, no one would give a fucking shit if it was, like, just some ugly, random drunk guy. No. That shit happens all all the time. All the time. And you think those guys aren't filming that shit and fucking putting it on the internet? Of course they are. Because they're being idiots on film. Yeah. That's all that she was doing. This is literally a case... This is a boys will be boys. Situation. Offense. Yeah. So... Even if it was, like, some ugly girl that was just acting like an ape... You know what I mean? Like, nobody would care. No one would give a shit. Bitches do that all the time. (laughs) You guys have never seen someone throw something off a fucking balcony at a party? Grow up. Someone threw my cell phone off a balcony at a party when I was, like, 21. Oh, my God. That was a bad day for me. (laughs) No shit. (laughs) We weren't involved in an argument. It was just some random drunk guy I didn't even know. (laughs) Anyways... Yeah, I just, it's, like, fucked. It's just, like, another way for people to, like, be misogynist and get away with it. Yeah, let's all frame it through being horny for justice. It's, like, I know you guys don't care about the application of the law. Yeah, (laughs) it's clear. Let's cut the shit. (laughs) Just say you hate her because she has fillers. She did show up to court looking kind of busted, though. Yeah, the sunglasses were very <laughs> Lady Gaga circa 2010. She was really serving like um, an Alexis Nyers, like... Who's Alexis Nyers? Oh, it's this from this like stupid reality show where this chick like went to court and then she got mad because TMZ reported that she was wearing little brown boots to court with a kitten heel and she's like, I wasn't wearing those. She's like freaked out on live TV. I, okay. For misreporting of what type of shoes she was wearing. I would be upset if someone said I was wearing brown boots with a kitten heel. They said that she was wearing little brown boots and she was like, I was wearing Louboutins with a kitten heel. Oh, <laughs> we did have a kitten heel. Yeah, yeah, but Not okay. They misreported the type of shoe. <laughs> Fucking Christ, man. All right. Should we talk about Iowa? Yeah. Speaking of misreporting. Oh, look, she's here all podcasts. What? <laughs> Nothing. You're funny. Thanks. All right. I'm actually going to get a soda. Okay. You know what I was thinking about today in the what? park? So the Iowa caucuses happened yes. past week because the primaries in the states have begun. The primaries are different from the caucuses. I didn't know what a fucking caucus was before this week. I'm it not going to lie. It was very confusing to me. Friend of the pod, Rob, from Dumb and Awful, messaged me and was like, are you following this Iowa caucus stuff very early Yeah. in the process? Like, before people had even started tweeting about it. And I was like, 
I'm gonna be real with you, man. I don't know what the fuck your doctor says. So you can explain it to me. Or <laughs> I'll wait to find out when more people start talking about it. <laughs> right. Yeah. So for Canada heads or whatever, people who aren't following the American election yeah. as closely. Before like the presidential race, obviously they the people have to decide who the nominee who's gonna actually run for president on behalf of the Democratic Party is. So basically what happens now is the not the candidates are going from state to state and campaigning uh-huh. and there's a kind of a staggered voting process where people in each state get to decide how many uh who they want to vote for yeah and then it's done based on number of delegates mm-hmm. like number of seats the same yeah. way that we would do like riding yeah exactly in canada um and some of the states have their own primary days and then some days there are like a lot Depending on how many representatives the state has, basically, right? Yeah, so there's, like, a huge day that they call Super Tuesday, which is actually also on Fat Tuesday slash Pancake Mm. Tuesday this week, which has, like... Is Pancake Tuesday tomorrow? Nope. It's the first week of March. Oh, right, it's in March. It's always the same week as my birthday. Oh, yeah. It's almost your birthday. It is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, basically, the difference between a caucus and a primary is that... And Americans, feel free to trust me. Just kidding. Um, a, <laughs> in a caucus, people have to like physically show up to a voting center and stand in a literal corner yeah. for the person that they are voting for. And then all the people who show up for various candidates are counted. And then it's like musical chairs. If your candidate's not getting like votes or whatever, you can switch teams. That's so insane to me. Like, that's real? I know, it's really it's crazy. crazy. So they don't do that in most places. Yeah. Which kind of feels like it probably skews the results. Yeah. But whatever. Anyways, they did that in Iowa. It's so crazy. This past week. And it was dramatic. Yes. Shit show. <laughs> Basically, things were very, very close between Pete Buttigieg and Bernie Sanders. Yeah. But there was an app. Yeah, so there was an app that was developed. Um, it was paid for by the Iowa Democratic Party, whatever, okay. um, in order to count the votes mm-hmm. for the Democratic primary. Mm-hmm. It was designed in three months, and it was never tested live with the amount of data that would actually be used. Yeah. Uh, or that it would receive in order to process it. And basically what happened was it fucked up so they couldn't get any of the results Mm -hmm. and then they were releasing the data in waves Mm -hmm. that was making it look like mayor pete had won the primary and he announced that he he announced that he had won very early on before it was even possible to tell and his like 40 percent i think yeah 40 percent and then he kind of Kept that going until like sixty two percent. Until it was like in. proven that there was no way. Yeah. And his like um his campaign people also released all these videos of them reacting to him winning, even though there was no like release of the data, so there mm-hmm. was no there was no like point to react to, right? Right. So they had kind of like planned to like make it look like he won. Mm-hmm. And this app was developed by a company called Shadow. <laughs> Yeah. That's basically one of those like really sketchy tech companies where when you go on their website, it's just like solutions for businesses. Right. Like just like so, so mysterious. Kind of like uh, the type of company that Pete Buttigieg worked for before. Exactly. He was a presidential candidate. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. So now we know for sure that Bernie did win Iowa, which is Mm -hmm. great. But obviously the... It's not a great look for Mayor Pete. <laughs> no. To have to retract that. It's embarrassing. It's weird. They it's should have, weird. They should have never announced. You shouldn't never like count your chickens before they hatch. No. You shouldn't even really get excited about it internally, Mm-mm. let alone announce it publicly. It was a whole mess. I don't know why they were so confident in thinking that they were going to take Iowa. 
I was surprised that uh, Pete even did so well in Iowa, but then I realized that he's sort of from the adjacent area. Yeah. Because he was from Indiana. He's like a Midwest guy, you know? Yeah. But, like, why would you ever be that confident? I don't know. Elizabeth Warren really underperformed. Well, they're racist there. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's true. Mm. You know? (laughs) Dude. I watched the debate in New Hampshire on Friday. It was good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Um, That's a psychotic thing to say. (laughs) I can't stand Amy Klobuchar. She seems crazy. And I keep forgetting that she is even in the race because she's so relevant to me, even though she is from Minnesota, which is technically part of Canada, so she shouldn't even be allowed to be running in this race. Bernie's technically Canadian, too. He's from Vermont. That's... (sighs) He's Quebecois. No. (laughs) Listen, if you're born of maple syrup... We claim you. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> so why we have to vote for Bernie. Although, by that extension, we also have to vote for Chloe Sharp. She tried to drop all these weird, like, fate working class credentials. And I thought that it was really funny that she dr- she said, as the daughter of a teacher and the granddaughter of a minor, which is okay, literally me. Yeah, that's literally you. I also, was like, literally most people from that area, probably. <laughs> Exactly. Um, I was like, why would you live in Minnesota if you weren't working in a mine? (laughs) (laughs) As an employer who's only thrown 19 staplers at my staff. Yeah, Klobuchar sucked and she, it was really, 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 really clear how she was like the candidate who was most obviously making a sale on herself. Right. She wasn't engaging with the debate. It was like about selling herself. She was like, I do this, I do that, I do that. And it's like, obviously that's why they're all there. Yeah. But... Don't be obvious about it. It was palpable how different her approach was yeah. than it was to the other that's so candid- weird because she wasn't going policy she was going i've done this i've done that i've done this and it's different if you're like you lay out a policy in response to a question and then you go when i worked on blah 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 supporting evidence yeah of why you can fulfill that policy right she just goes i am this i am that i am this and it's like dude i want to punch you very high school. Yeah, Liz Warren barely taught. Klobuchar She's also over it. was one of I know <laughs> one of the only people who like because the people who ask the questions try to get the candidates to attack each other. Yeah. So one of the first questions that was asked that was like really pointing at again the media bias versus Bernie Sanders was the person asking the questions. I don't know if you would call it the moderator or not. Said. Am I the only person who's a little bit concerned about a democratic socialist running in the primary? Who the fuck else could that refer to? That would never That's happen like, in a Canadian hey, election. everybody, open panel, would anybody like to attack Bernie Sanders? That would never happen in a Canadian election. No. Was it weird to watch a debate in only one language? Yes. It's like, how do you communicate that you're really for the people if you're just... You're not even putting in any effort. Can we at least watch you? Like, I hope that when they do, if they do like a debate in California or something, we get to watch some of them struggle through Spanish. Yeah, like pretend like they speak Spanish or give a shit. Really, really exciting. Did you see the t-shirts? The Mayor Pete t-shirts that are like, like black, blacks for Pete or like Mexicans for Pete. Honestly, so good. (laughs) (laughs) Gays against Pete. He speaks 12 languages and one of them's A-A-V-E. <laughs> Honestly, Pete was pretty well-spoken and I don't like him, but he was pretty... It makes sense a, that he would be. He's a good speaker. Yeah. But, I mean, I famously on this podcast said Andrew Shearer is a good speaker, which he is. He is. Andrew Shearer was... Uh, sorry. 
Pete Buttigieg was a good speaker. Andrew Yang's really good at answering questions. He's dead on his feet. Once they're given to him. And eh? he seemed friendly after the debate, yeah. which I think is likable. He seems okay. I just don't like him, but he doesn't seem like a bad guy. I'm not Yang Yang. I think you'd be like a good mayor. Yeah, like that's a, it. Yeah, he's mayor like, energy. He's not a, a president. A dread like... I think he could work in the public service high up. Yeah. I just don't think he's a president. No, it's like random. Like, what? Um, and obviously, like, Bernie was dead. Liz Warren barely spoke. Tom Steyer's really funny. He just wants everyone to get along and to be his <laughs> friend. Um, and I actively feel bad for Joe Biden. He, I, is, he, cannot, he is demented. No, he cannot respond to questions. Yeah. He just looks lost and betrayed whenever someone addresses him in the debate. I don't think he would make it through an entire presidency. No, he looks- Alzheimer's has a lifespan of about three years. He literally looks like a person who has escaped from a care home. Yeah, I know. That's his, extremely his energy. The videos of him attacking people in New Hampshire that are asking him questions though are pretty funny. The one about him. (laughs) I know, I understand why your wife left you. Yeah. So funny. (laughs) Honestly, that was some pain shit. It's uh, it's really ramping up. It is. It's hard to tell if, like, how things are going to keep going. Because, like, Iowa, I guess... I don't know how Bernie Sanders has performed there historically. New Hampshire, we pretty much know is going to go to Bernie. It seems like it. I think. I because think they really so put in the work in Iowa. To Vermont. True, yeah. They really they really put in the work in Iowa, though. It was like, really cool to see a lot of, like, working class people that, like, work in pharmacies or factories and plants and stuff showing up for Bernie. Yeah. There was Iowa. a lot of mutuals on Twitter, actually, that really... Oh yeah, true. Iowa. Shout out to Phoebe, friend of the pod, listener, who mm-hmm. um, was disappointed when I said I, I hope to find out where Iowa is. <laughs> Shout out to uh, chat room girl and as someone who who both worked on the Iowa campaign and moved to New Hampshire now. Yep. Exciting. Huge. Mm-hmm. Twinks for Bernie. Literally. <laughs> Kings. <laughs> All right, should we move on? Yeah. Let's talk about the Giggle app. Giggle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, do you want to talk about it? Yeah. So Giggle is a, a social media site that's just for women. Mm-hmm. Is it a dating app? No, it's like a Twitter, like social media type thing. Oh, okay. But in order to make a profile on the website, you need to prove that you're a woman. So they are using facial recognition software to basically do phrenology to confirm that you're a woman. And they're like, oh, sorry, trans women. It doesn't work on you. Message our support team and we'll get you on the app. Yeah, okay. Because your bone structure is wrong. That's... It's crazy that somebody wrote this app in the first place without thinking about that. I just don't understand why people think that they can get away with doing phrenology publicly in the year 2020. Between this and the DIY rape kit idea, it's like, this is why we shouldn't let girls learn to code. No, literally. They're causing... I mean, I know that men have come up with, like, fucking crackpot ideas and shit for all time, but it's like... This shouldn't be gaining traction. Girls who learn to code are only learning to code to do stupid shit. Girl boss Like, shit. there's no reason because they would just hire someone who already knows how to code to do it otherwise. Yeah. But no one who's respectable would work on this project. Like my friend who some girl asked him to help her code uh, a cheese-themed running app. <laughs> For my eating disorder heads in the audience. <laughs> I forgot about the cheese themed running. So running, he was like, "What's your idea?" She's like, "It's a it's a running tracking app with like gamification, and the theme is cheese." <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Miss her. Um, Miss her. Was that um? Who was that? Tom. Uh, no, the girl. I have no idea. Oh, okay. Some, some girl that Tom knows. Okay. I thought it was another person you worked with for some reason. No, that would have been insane. I would have yeah. bu- I would have bullied her until she quit her job if I worked with that girl. 
Um, yeah, this is a crazy thing to conceive. It's like, it kind of seems like you're either objectively, like, purposefully trying to ban trans women and then have a an excuse for it. Like, I know a lot of software, yeah. like, dating software is famously unfriendly to um, trans people. And... Yeah sex workers and trans sex workers same with facebook yeah people will just report things that they don't like um which unfortunately is often trans people and the other thing that is like confusing to me is it's so bioessential yeah to assume that you can know someone's gender from their face structure i want to know what's up with like all the just absolutely brit sisters that are gonna get banned from this app and just yeah feel so bad about it well what they really should be doing is just scan for like hotness if that's what they're trying to do well like girl i saw like trans women on my timeline posting that they made it they got it <laughs> yeah so it obviously doesn't even work so it's like good I that honestly, it doesn't work my but... heart started to beat really fast as like a I don't think I'm like particularly Brit, but I definitely have stronger bone structure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh no, <laughs> what if the app scanned me? <laughs> yeah, well, it's stupid because it's like, what is quote unquote female bone structure? Like, that's like a fake thing. Like, yeah, of like, course. what are you like, like? It doesn't even make sense. There's no way to even 23. And me, your way out of this because no. that's not how gender fucking works anymore. You also can't press your pussy on the screen. Yeah. Because then again, trans men, and men could get in yeah. and trans women wouldn't be able, able to, to in some in. cases. You just, you can't make gender exclusive spaces on the internet. It's not how it works. And honestly, it doesn't really have any purpose. It's not the wing. Flawed off. Yeah. Two men have been showing up to the, the wing, wing and people are really mad about it. It's <laughs> so funny. It's funny. Where are the, the work share spaces work? Qu- heavy quotation marks. <laughs> around work. Work. <laughs> share spaces for women and gays. That's just what cafes are. Yeah. Weird straight men. I literally hate when there's a weird straight man doing his like IT tech job at Starbucks. Yeah. I'm like, this is why we have WeWork. This is where... That is why you go to WeWork and I come to Starbucks. You go to WeWork and do your little work for real. I'm coming into the Starbucks... Doing fake work. To do fake work. And you're distracting me. And drink (laughs) and post about it, so... That was like when I was in the Starbucks last week. Do gay people just tweet, is that their job? Yes! sitting in a starbucks last week on the queen's university campus yeah and people were like we got a new girlfriend goes to university but like people were throwing me like like the stink eye because i was taking up a table and was obviously like just on my phone like i didn't bring my laptop to like pretend Mm -hmm. like i was working so there was all these students that like wanted a table and i was taking up a table for like Mm -hmm. three hours and i was like "Mm, grow up i'm working this is my job (laughs) i'm tweeting Um, I'm a comedian and this is my process. I was like, I'm writing. (laughs) People were so mad at me. People were like, how often do you write? I'm like, well, I tweet every day. I don't know how often I write. I've been writing jokes in my dreams. It's going well. Someone came up to me and they were like, did you just get here? And I was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) When stuff like that happens, it's like, okay, die mad. Whatever. Sorry, I got here first. Yeah. Whatever. It really doesn't matter. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about the internet. The internet? The internet. The internet. The internet. The internet. Okay. Um, I can talk as close to the microphone as I want. You can. Doesn't mean you should. <laughs> Are you afraid of germs? Absolutely not. really afraid of germs and the other person isn't yeah it's a constant bone of contention in my relationship but i'm working on it <laughs> good for you all right <laughs> okay. okay all right um i don't know which one of these things i can do one of them really quickly okay so 
I made a tweet from my couch, like a lot of tweets that I made where I was wearing these headphones and I was like, this is what I would look like if I was an air traffic controller. <laughs> I was doing arm motions and wearing, a vest wearing an orange vest with an axe on it for high visibility. And people were replying to the tweet incessantly being like, that's not an air traffic controller. Air traffic controller sits at a desk. That is a marshaller or, or something else. Literally... Nothing ruins a joke faster than being overly literal. I can't stand that. I cannot stand it. I'm like, if I care, do you understand what job I think I'm doing? <laughs> then I've communicated <laughs> my message. <laughs> Isn't that the If po- you know enough to correct me, you Is- don't need to comment. Isn't the point... Of commun- and then people are like, you don't care about being right. It's like, not about fucking things like that. Because if I say air marshaller, 99% of people who are normal will say, <laughs> what's that? The point We're normal. of talking <laughs> is to communicate a message Effectively. to other people. For other people to see what you are saying or hear what you are saying and understand what you mean. And to obtain some sort of feeling from that, right? When you parse language down to, like, the specific semantic meanings of, like, individual words, it's like you're throwing the whole vibe off. Like, the vibe's off. I'm going to ask you to leave the party. You don't understand the purpose of A, posting, or B, even talking. (laughs) Go back to being five. and then I just we'll... blocked everyone who told me <laughs> what it was. And then people were like, that's crazy. I got blocked for this. And it's like, here's what you don't understand. This isn't a flex about having a lot of followers or anything. But I'm approaching 20,000 followers on Twitter. That's not counting the podcast account. That's not counting the podcast Instagram account or my personal Instagram account. Yeah. Between all of them, it's like 30,000 followers yeah. probably. Um. I really don't have time to be nice and polite to people who annoy me yeah. or are rude or are horny. No, so it's like, sorry, you don't get don't, access to this. So if I don't know you and you annoy me, I'm not, sorry, I'm not in the business of giving second chances to people with fucking seven followers that I don't know. Yeah, it's like, I don't care. Someone that I do know replied to the tweet and said it, and I was like, you know what, fuck it, like, I just ignored them. Yeah. But, like, random fucking people who don't even follow me, it's like, bye. Go follow someone else. (laughs) Go follow someone who fucking cares about what an air marshaller is. (laughs) If you don't work in an airport and you replied to my tweet to explain to me what the job title was, delete your fucking account. (laughs) If that's not your field of expertise. Even if it is. Wow. Um, they're going to be like, thank you. I learned something today. <laughs> like, I don't care. It doesn't matter. It's all the same thing to people Plus, who don't know any better. it's spreading misinformation. No, it doesn't matter. Exactly. If someone was like, I'm an air marshaller and actually. It's like if someone was like. You're, uh, if I was like, I'm not a receptionist, I'm an administrative assistant. It's like, do I sit at a front desk and fucking answer a phone and send emails and make copies? You know what I do. It's all the same. <laughs> it's all the same thing. Yeah. I'm just going back to high road lifage at this point because I'm <laughs> sure it will be more difficult for people to misinterpret Start what I'm Start typing saying. your tweets on a... Um, uh, keep like a what's that called a typewriter mm-hmm. and then light them on fire after sure they're not for anyone no void posting mm-hmm. truly i literally logged on to twitter read your tweets read maddie's tweets read mike's tweets and log back off every oh single day i'm like i just want to see what my friends are thinking <laughs> i don't care otherwise no no that's real i do that i'm like i don't have time for this <laughs> Like, straight up. Fuck. Alright. You have a beat? I do. Okay. So. I, I saw... Can, sorry, I can edit this week, by the way. Oh, okay. Sweet. That'd, that'd be good. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of spots. Yeah, I know. 
Um, okay, so there's a comedian who's fairly new to the scene. Five months in, but, like, not from Ottawa. Like, not from a scene that has a lot of comedy. So, mm-hmm. like, five months there is probably, like, two months here, you know? Yeah. I was doing the math backwards. I was, like, like ten months here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> less spots. Yeah. Less spots. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. I'm trying to pull up his account. Now my phone isn't working. Number of spots or, like, time in doesn't mean the same thing to Ever. everyone else. No. It's really about number and quality of spots. Well, if you've hosted a lot, you have more time in than people who've never hosted, even if you've been doing it the same length of time. Yeah, exactly. Or if you've headlined, featured, whatever. It's just like, yeah. Produced even. It's just not all spots are created equal. Mm-mm. Okay. Fuck, I need to get to his page, but my phone is being stupid. Okay, it doesn't matter. So he posted a status mm-hmm. where he was like, yeah. And then tagged a comedian that only works clubs mm-hmm. and said, tagged comedian is a room killer. Book him yesterday. Okay. Because he, like, doesn't know who anyone is in the scene, so he doesn't realize Dan Allaire. <laughs> like, he was like, Dan Allaire is a room killer. Book him yesterday. It's like, dude, you shouldn't be telling people to book people if you don't even know who anyone is. I hate comedians. He can have uh, a spot anywhere he wants. It doesn't matter. I hate comedians so much. <laughs> that guy's such a nice guy also. The guy that he was talking about. Yeah, he, he's, he's, so, he's nice. so nice. Um, But every time I see him, he like shakes my hand and is like, do you remember me? And you're like, like yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> so nice. Um, but that's also the most com- confusing way to possibly say that. Yeah. Do I say like... First of all, like, he shouldn't be saying it. I know, of yeah. course. But to me, to say someone is... If you want to say someone is a killer, that makes sense. If you say someone kills a room... That To makes me, sense. that means you ruin a show. Yeah. Not you kill, you destroy. He doesn't even have the terminology right yet. Like, it doesn't make any He's sense. He's a room killer. I'm like, oh, he can really kill a room. room. Like, it's impossible to get the audience back after he goes on stage. And, right? my thing- and then book him yesterday. It's like, that's also confusing. Both halves of the <laughs> statement are confusing for different reasons. Different reasons, And yeah. the fact that he made the statement in general should be confusing, aside from the fact that 80 plus percent of comedians um, have no awareness of themselves or others, which is how they even feel okay doing this. In the when they're not place. funny. Exactly. I just have a big problem with comedian <clears throat> Facebook etiquette because that type of energy is the same type of energy that you get from people who make Facebook pages for their comedy after a month and a half. Yep. No, I'm not going to like your comedy page. I don't care where you're doing a show next. You get four shows a month. I'm I don't just... post my spots anymore because I don't need to. Yeah, I, like, if I want someone to come, I'll just tell them where I'm going. Or I posted this week because I was flexing that I had three X shows in one week, but, like... <laughs> yeah, I know. It's different to post a flex than it is to be like, please come to my show. I think that the difference between good comedians and bad comedians is can 100% come down to self-awareness. Oh, but yeah. the problem is, if you're not self-aware, you won't know what's funny you won't know what's bad so you'll never be able to write a joke or like accurately judge your own performance yeah so you'll never know when it's time to quit a lot of really good comedians are unfortunately cripplingly self-aware or unfortunately have like really bad self-esteem but like are actually Funny, so then those are the people who struggle with self-promotion because and, ask, and asking for things. That's but the thing. But those are the people who people would actually want to see their shows. Yeah. And who actually deserve good shows and good spots. Yeah. Right? So it's like, it's a, it's a extremely frustrating paradox, which I'm sure exists in a lot of other, like, subcultures Art and fields. Culture. Yeah, of course. Of course. Um... 
I'm so uncomfortable with the self-promotion. Me too. And I, I, I never ask for stuff. People are like, is your podcast it? I'm like, I don't know what you can listen to, but probably don't. Yeah, I never tell people <laughs> to listen to it. But like, okay, my thing with the status was it's like, okay, if you want to post and be like, oh, saw this guy last night. Oh my God, he's so funny. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> Why are you telling people to book someone when you have no clout? He gets booked. <laughs> Because he thinks and you've he's never an ex- seen him he before. He thinks he's an expert. He thinks he's an expert after five, quote unquote, five months, aka a month and a half. <laughs> it was two months, and now you're mad. So now it's a month. <laughs> yeah. No, because I've, I've seen com- him do comedy. Because <laughs> we were on the same show. Yeah. And it was this bad. Been doing comedy for like three fucking days, and he thinks he <laughs> can tell me who to book. <laughs> no, I would butt Danilaire though if I was booking. Me too. No you problem. can have a spot wherever you want. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's very funny. Um, that guy, that guy can have a, a dumb bitch of the, the week monitor if he wants to. <laughs> just being dumb online. He's a nice guy, but it's just like, it drives me crazy when people make comedy their entire identity after they've been doing it for a very short time. Yeah. Like when they change their Facebook photo to be them doing comedy. After they their, like, their first in- set. They change their Instagram name to Thomas Stott Comedy. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you I hate I hate it when people I, like maybe I'm not even like qualified to speak on this because I can't even stand it if like my boyfriend tells one of his friends I'm a comedian yeah. I'm like would you shut the fuck up do you <laughs> understand how embarrassing this is shut the fuck up <laughs> you should only ever change your Instagram handle once mm-hmm. and it's if you get married and take your partner's name Dude, one time, the only time I thought I was going to give up No Money, No Honey. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I remember this. Yeah. We weren't friends at this point. No, no oh, we talked but about I told, you, I told you yeah. about it. Uh, I just changed my Instagram name to like Evo Driscoll. I was like, it's time to draw up. It's time to be done being No Money, No Honey. <laughs> People freaked the fuck out. They were like, what the hell? Who like, is I this? love No Money, No Honey. My friends roasted me so hard. They were like, Evo Driscoll, oh, you think you're famous? This was a long, <laughs> yeah, this was a long time before I even started doing comedy. They were like, you think you're fucking famous now? I was like, no. And I changed it back because they bullied me so much. No money, no honey. <laughs> when did you start being no money, no honey? Like, how old were you? I'm not saying how old I was, but I think it was... Uh, 2013 or 2014. Okay. It's been so it's been like a six long years. Time. Yeah. <laughs> I think I was uh, just Evel- like Evelyn Marie. Right before that. Everything on everything. Like <laughs> You're a, like a fish, do a bit. Official <laughs> Evelyn Marie. Oh, you think you're famous now? Yeah, that was a bit at the time because I had like an Instagram with like 80 followers that were like all my Facebook friends. No money, no honey. <laughs> no money, no honey was definitely a bit. Um, <laughs> and then it just stuck. So whatever. It's not even spelled right. It doesn't even make sense for me to like say my handle. No. Bingo daddy was a bit for me too, but now it's just that. It's just forever that. Because. Dude, guys hated it on uh, when I had Tinder. And my Instagram was linked to my Tinder because I was using Tinder to get Instagram followers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> As a respectable person does. This clout shit crazy. Clout chaser. Clout chaser, no money, no honey at uh, Instagram.com. Um, but <laughs> guys were like, no money, no honey, so you're just some fucking gold digger then. Men were so angry about it. Because they were like, you're a bot? And then they were like, oh no, you're a gold digger. You're just trying to take money from people. I was like, well, like, not really, but like, do you have other stuff to offer? Maybe it's because your bio was very like, ball is life too. Was it? Wasn't it like a 5'10", but I can still dunk on you or something? Sits, uh, no, it was it was like sits five and yes, I will done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then guys were so horny for my fake height that and I was like, like, I have to remove this. At one point, it was like, um, my first one ever, I think, was like, uh, if you have a job, I have a boner, and then it was like, not cute or funny, more sturdy and reliable like an old horse or a nokia phone why have you always been funny 
My last Tinder bio was, I have all my shots. That's funny. Yeah. Just that. I was so brutal on Tinder. I'd always be like, nice hair. I'd be like, it's a wig. <laughs> I'd never give anyone a straight answer. It's amazing that I ever went on a fucking date on Tinder. It's a wig. <laughs> when I first tried, uh, I had a Tinder like extremely briefly. Um last spring because uh, I'm a serial monogamist but I <laughs> it was like do we stand a queen with fit five oh, on yeah. a podcast that was wrong <laughs> oh Jesus Christ <laughs> no, no, no 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 it's okay the diet ginger ale did not hit the laptop okay it's time to be serious time to be serious <laughs> Do we stand um, a queen with thick thighs on a podcast? Well, do we? Well? <laughs> Tinder heads? I would. Inshallah, Mike and I will never break up because we're married. Um, but That's right. Exactly. But um, if we ever did, I hope dating apps will be done by then. Yeah. Um, okay, I do have a dumb bitch of the week. I'm gonna make it quick. Um, never post about Lyme disease. Are you the dumb bitch? Yes! (laughs) Yes, I'm my own dumb bitch. And the other people who are dumb bitches are everyone who was in my fucking munchies all day and in my message requests on Twitter about how I'm such a horrible person who is erasing the disabled experience because I said chronic Lyme disease isn't real. And you knew you even, were going to get in trouble. It's not even the first time I've done this. I know. You've done it before. I really hate... Famous I'm, Lyme disease eraser. I really hate pseudoscience. I've, I'm just I'm glad really that you're branching out your erasure. <laughs> Disabled erasure by erasure. I thought you were going to say you're glad I'm really breaking out my things that I'm like unnecessarily freaked out about, which like number one would be... Definitely, like, bad statistics and, like, the misrepresentation <laughs> yeah. of, like, data science. Oh, my God. Uh, I got number, so... Number I really, really hate, um, like, health and wellness pseudoscience. pseudoscience. That's yeah. fair, though. <laughs> it's harmful. It's actually harmful. It's actively harmful. those things are actually harmful, but probably the second one is more harmful. <laughs> the first one is just harmful, more harmful to you personally. Be- doing bad fake statistics is really funny to me, but the... <laughs> Remember when I was doing fake statistics on Twitter and you got so annoyed with me? <laughs> yes. Uh, I've... <laughs> I've taken some deep breaths since then, so... (laughs) I won't bring it up again. (laughs) Well, I'm sorry you're your own dumb bitch, but isn't that just the way life is? I deserve to. I'm not even going to read it, because honestly, my DMs have paragraphs about Lyme disease in them. It's so punishing. (laughs) This guy... People... I hate it when, like, I tweet about something and it's just stupid, and then people are like... It's like I'm holding the, like, Steven Crowder sign from that picture where it's like... They think you're saying, prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. I'm not saying that. I'm not. I'm making a joke. I'm not trying to start a conversation. (laughs) I'm yelling into the void. Well, that's why you do stand-up comedy, because it doesn't require um, audience, like, feedback. I know. It's like they're all heckling you. No one ever heckles me and if anyone ever talks during my set it happens one time it's not that loud and they don't do it again (laughs) that happened to me on saturday someone was like heckling me and they said something and i was like i don't even know what you said but shut up this is my time (laughs) (laughs) mommy is fucking i was stone cold sober i was like i was like no absolutely not no Mm -mm. (laughs) remember when we were hosting together uh, on that Twizzles show and I called that girl polyamorous and said she didn't know how to fight. Yeah. And then she came up and complimented us on the show after and you were like, thanks. I told, Yeah, and then Mike told me I was being a bad ambassador for comedy and I was like, I'm sorry, but... I don't care. I don't care what hecklers think about my relative friendliness in the room. Hecklers more like haters. Yeah. Hecklers yeah. back off. Okay. You got a tweet of the week? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got one. Give me a second. I think it's funny that I don't get heckled very often. I don't I honestly think that it's just because I seem like commanding in the room. 
The only time I can ever think of you being heckled was that time in Toronto with that that person who was blackout fucking drunk. And I was like, don't give a flight to catch. And she laughed and shut the fuck up. And then left the bar. She, yeah. <laughs> she was like, true. Bye. <laughs> my tweet of the week is from at its bedtime underscore. Mm-hmm. Embroidering my Dior cape with the names of Duncan employees that deserve $50 an hour. Thank you, queen. And then the follow-up is also good from mm-hmm. at... Oro the Boros. Mm-hmm. At the time of reporting, the Dior cape is bigger than New York City and shows no sign of stopping. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that was the tapes about the Os- the woke tapes about the Oscars were really so fucking punishing. I love Taika Waititi, but people are like, Natalie Portman won't shut the fuck up about women directors when her production company has never had a movie directed by women, and it's like, okay, that is a good criticism. Yeah. But then people are like, who cares if uh this is white feminism like who cares if a a white woman has never won like best director this year or whatever like why aren't we celebrating the first win of an indigenous man and it's like do you guys have any other lens that you are capable (laughs) of criticizing art through no why don't we just since you guys all want to do fucking like segregation too (laughs) Why don't we just have, like, a best black woman director, best indigenous Literally. male director, Taika Waititi wins every year. Uh, <laughs> Why don't we just get rid of the Oscars? You're right. You know what? You're right. Uh, uh, ignore everything else I said, because that's the only take. Let's just turn the Oscars into a fashion show with no awards. Great. Okay. Perfect. If you guys want to jack off rich people, let's at least do it. About what they're fucking wearing, not how good their art is. Yeah, like I'm over it. <laughs> Alright, do you have a tweet? <laughs> yeah. Oh, also recommendation for anyone who uh, who hasn't seen this movie that won Best Oscar in 2006. But I watched The Departed for the first time two <laughs> days ago and it was really good. Stop! <laughs> <laughs> Alright. My tweet of the week is kind of similar. I'm sorry guys, like I hate to fucking rail on identity politics all the time because I always think it makes me sound like a boomer but it's just like just do one other thing anyways okay this is from at Arab thought and they said um the fact the word queer can literally mean anything now it can be a block of cheese a drone a guy who paints his nails and beats women (laughs) someone who's only non-binary on Tuesdays (laughs) a man who paints his nails and beats women is queer yeah but (laughs) (laughs) that's a very good tweet being bisexual from what i understand right being bisexual as a woman is uh about talking about how attracted you are to men who paint their nails that's true i get it somewhere in the middle (laughs) being bisexual as a man is mostly about Using it to enter women's spaces. Honestly, I think if you've sucked dick once as a man, you're gay. <laughs> Evelyn. <laughs> okay, I'll delete that. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> Being bisexual as a man is mostly about just wanting your dick sucked. Dick sucked. Yeah. Which is generally, which is fine. Literally, if I was going to claim any form of identity, I would say that my identity is that I like getting my pussy <laughs> for real. <laughs> yeah, does that make me a contrarian? <laughs> yes, <laughs> getting just liking getting your dick sucked is queer. Yeah, that's okay. And literally, like this tweet says, it can be anything, anything is queer. Yeah. Just ask Jamila Jamel. All right, right, thank you.